Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 20th of November and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. Okay, well, it's just coming up to 11 o'clock, and we have had a quiet start to the week. Not quite the 28 points that the SPY futures on Saturday morning were hoping for, I guess. We're only up 7 points, or 0.1 of a percent. 7,056.6, so somewhat solid, but a pretty uninspiring start to the week, unfortunately, in our market. Pretty quiet as well. Uh, there's a bit of news around this morning, but of course the uh, the major focal point today has been the oil and gas sector with that 4% rise in crude prices. We do have Woodside up 0.9, Santos up 1%, and Karoon doing well, although they did have a pretty nasty week last week. They're up nearly 5% this morning, back up to $2.15 after that capital raise at $2.05. Of course, the crude price really helping there for them. As far as the uh, the big winners today go, we have got one uh, lithium stock in the frame, Wildcat, doing well again, up another three cents to uh, three point seven cent, three point seven percent higher, eighty four cents. And we are seeing uranium stocks doing relatively well as well again today. Uh, Paladin up three point six percent. So there's still a little bit of love there for uranium stocks by um, the market. And uh, they are bouncing quite nicely today. We've got Boss Energy up 1.8%. Peninsula Energy, which has the Lance Uranium project in the US, is down 32.5% though. Uh, They are doing a capital raise at 7.5 cents, which does seem uh, remarkably cheap, considering they weren't long ago 11, 12 cents. Now they're raising money at 7.5 cents. So the market has uh, certainly taken the... um, the negativity out as far as uh, that announcement goes with the early production start at Lance in the US. Uh, they're raising uh, around $50 million before costs. Uh, they're doing a placement to global institutional and sophisticated investors at 7.5 cents. So, And they're also doing an SPP, just in case you didn't want to miss out, of uh, $10 million. And the placement and the SPP will also receive one free unlisted attaching option for every two new shares allocated exercisable at 10 cents, which isn't that far away. And given their recent history uh, and the uh, the love at the moment in uranium, that's probably not a bad uh, thing to do, especially that 7.5 cent capital raise. Resources, though, a little bit mixed today. As I say, we do have oil and gas doing well. We do have uranium doing well. But unfortunately, gold stocks are coming under the knife little bit today we've got northern star down 2.2 percent and newmont down 1.4 also iron ore slipping back a little bit bhp down half a percent and rio down 0.7 of a percent and uh, banks as always just a little bit firmer we've got cba up 0.7 percent and anz up 0.7 macquarie up 0.9 of a percent some other news around this morning is that the ceo of optus Following that uh, debacle, Kelly Bayer Rosmarin has resigned. Uh, so that uh, data uh, breach that they had earlier this year, plus of course the outage that they had the other day, and I guess more importantly was the attitude that uh, the CEO took to the outage 
while she's fallen on her sword this morning. Also, we have uh, Helios uh, preparing the ground for a capital raise. Baron Joey is doing the business there. And Transurban is having a little look at uh, Denver's Northwest Parkway toll road. Uh, Transurban down around 0.9 of a percent this morning. So a little bit going on there. Also, we have had an update from the ASX as far as the chess replacement system. And of course, that has caused much angst at the ASX with they uh, spent a fortune on the chess replacement system only to basically scrap it uh, and write off a lot of money. I think it was around $200 million in the end. The stock is up 1.9%. They have named uh, Tata Consultancy as the uh, the party that is going to provide the chess uh, replacement. They're going to be the developer. It's not going to come cheap, though, although it is spread over a number of years. But certainly um, the 29-year-old chess infrastructure, which is the, uh, d- the register that the ASX uses, um, is going to be replaced. But as I say, it is not going to come cheap, and it is not going to come that soon either but still looking at uh, some years away before that chess replacement system is uh, in place uh, it would um, it was previously suggested that chess would have to stay until 2032 but they have announced the first release of the project will be scheduled to be 2026 and it will cost between 105 and 125 million dollars I think Tata have done very well here somehow. But anyway, I'm sure there's more to come on that one. Some of the losers today that we have was Imugene. They seem to have given up a lot of those gains that we saw in the last few weeks. Uh, Back down another 4.5% to only 8.5 cents. 34 million shares have traded there. Also, we have Accent One, which did have a shocker last week. On the back of that update and now falling away again today down 4.4 percent so not good news for accent we have had some uh, final directors interest from stephen goddard and initial directors interest from uh, lawrence meyer so um, that is uh, of interest but certainly those uh, that update from last week really weighing on the stock uh, to say the least Uh, it had a pretty ugly day uh, on Friday, and uh, that has continued a little bit today. Like for like sales are down 2% total owned, retail sales are up 2.1%. Gross margin percentage is broadly in line with comparable period last year. So, although it wasn't particularly uh, bad, the market certainly has punished them for it and continues to punish them as well. Other losers today at around 11 o'clock include. Uh, Chalice, that's the poisoned chalice, that's the chalice from the palace, not the pestle, the mortar from the pestle or the brew that is true. Uh, they're down 3.5%, uh, 546,000 shares traded there. A bunch of uh, gold stocks also not finding too many friends today. And uh, Latin Resources also down 2.3% uh, in terms of that. In the small cap side of things, uh, we have had some news out uh, this morning from Invictus Energy and the um, the well they are drilling continues to have serious problems. They're now going to have to sidetrack it. And uh, although they have found uh, evidence of hydrocarbons, which is the positive, uh, the negative has been that the equipment failures have really dragged 
this out considerably and we are looking at another three weeks or so before we can really confirm whether that's a discovery or not. So the market really doesn't like that, as you would expect, down 15.8% this morning. Uh, I have Invictus in the small cap portfolio. I did sell some at 24 cents and 26 cents, uh, looking to buy back in maybe around 14 cents. And talking of oil and gas companies, Karoon is having that uh, big bounce today, doing well uh, would certainly be uh, taking up the offer at $2.05. Um, it certainly does, as I wrote in Henry's take this morning, it does really diversify the Karoon um, risk profile. Before this acquisition in the Gulf of Mexico, it only had Bowner, which was really a one sort of project asset company. And as a result, that does lend itself to some risk. Now it's buying uh, this um, project in the Gulf of Mexico. And it looks as if it's a pretty good project, low capex. It's taking tentative steps into there. They've got exploration upside and production upside as well. So it is a tentative step. And uh, certainly I think that one is a good one. As I said, I would be adding to that myself at around $2.05 if you get the chance or if you get the offer in the uh, capital raise. We have had some uh, news out this morning as well from 4DX. Uh, 4D Medical has received US FDA clearance for CTLVAS. So they're up around uh, 14% as well. And Elevate, EL8, um, not a bad performance from them today. Up 8%, 4 cents to 54 cents. Uh, not quite a million shares traded as yet, but a pretty good performance. They are at the mining conference I'm going to tomorrow. So I'm hoping to catch up with them and have a little bit of a chat to them about the uh, the prospects for their uranium project. As I say, not a heap going on today. Um, as I've been recording this, we are sort of pushing a little bit higher, 13 points higher. The bank's very much leading the charge at the moment, and those oil and gas stocks also doing very well. So uh, that is uh, what's driving the market at the moment. It is going to be an interesting week from an economic point of view. We do have some RBA speak Uh, this week as well as uh, minutes from the RBA and the minutes from the FOMC. So that will be interesting and keep traders on their toes. Currently we have 10-year bond rates at 4.49%. So uh, that is a big difference, I guess, from uh, when I left the shores of Australia last week on uh, Tuesday night, but now we're down to 4.49%. As far as Marcus today's strategy goes, well, no changes to the strategy Still long, all those ETFs are still very much uh, in the market. And uh, we do have exposure to all those ideas as well. Still holding the uh, GPT, uh, Domain, CBA, Qantas and Telstra as well. Although uh, we are seeing some good gains still in CBA. So that's certainly helping at the moment. As far as the rest of them goes, Qantas grinding slightly higher this morning up 1.2%. So some good news from them. Uh, Domain uh, continue to just push a little bit higher, up 0.3 of a percent there. And uh, not much happening in Telstra this morning, to be honest. Uh, They are down uh, one cent at $3.83. Just looking at Henry's take today in a little more detail, just the usual US check-ins, showing that the US market has popped itself back into the greed territory after the big rally that we saw last week. So just something to bear in mind, it had been in the sort of the fair value uh, kind of territory for some time, but it has now slid into the greed territory. Also on the crypto, of course, uh, we have seen that in the greed 
uh, scale for some time. And the US GDP now from the Atlanta Fed, I've just put that out as far as the last update goes, which was last Friday, uh, showing GDP growth around 2%. So uh, still the US experiencing that soft landing. In other news, in the small caps, just talking about Karoon, we have talked about the diversification there, uh, IVZ as well. And it is a big week for Origin as well with that vote on Thursday. And it looks highly unlikely that that vote will get the necessary 75% that it needs to go through, given that Australian Super has around 17% of the company. And uh, it is unusual for the whole shareholder base to vote. And without that happening, it really is going to be pretty hard for um, Brookfield and EIG to uh, to get that one through. So Thursday, the big day for the Origin vote. The bid at the moment is around $9.53. The stock is trading at $8.59. So the question, I guess, is uh, what will the stock trade at once the bid officially falls over? And also there's a possibility that Brookfield may have a cunning plan to put in place before Thursday to try and get Australian Super over the line, although it is the final offer in terms of the price that they are offering for uh, Origin. But it certainly has perked the Origin share price up, which is around double where it was pre that um, takeover approach from Brookfield. Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Of course, Marcus will be back tomorrow with the members' exclusive podcast. In the meantime, I will be uh, spending the next couple of days in the 121 Mining Conference in London. I've just noticed that a number of mining stocks are now starting to put out their presentations. But it's always good to see the whites of their eyes and just to get a guide and some of the -the off-the-cuff and off-the-record remarks that some of these mining executives do come out with especially looking at critical metals like uh, lithium and uranium. I'm quite keen to talk uh, about lithium markets and the pricing, etc. And also, I guess, the, what's happening in the lithium stocks, because although you know we look at uh, the likes of Pilbara, etc., mineral resources, and think that the lithium story is dead, but then when you consider what is going on in the background uh, in the lithium space, some of the moves in the background, they are quite huge. Uh, to say the least. And we have seen some big, big moves and a lot of uh, Western Australian uh, sort of consolidation trying to take place with Gina Reinhardt and Chris Ellison in that uh, space, causing some uh, interest, I guess. You've got Azure, which in the last six months, let's just put in perspective, Azure Minerals are up 1,400%. We have um, Raiden Resources, which is one that we talked about and we did do an on-the-couch interview with the CEO, and uh, we did recommend it. They're up 1,700%. TG6 is up 700%. Uh, Wildcat up 2,600%. So although, as Mark Twain would say, the rumours of my death have been greatly exaggerated, certainly the rumours of the death of lithium has been greatly exaggerated, given we have a merger with Livent from Alchem, we have that Azure takeover uh, from SQM on the table, and we have potentially more players in that space. And then, of course, you have the Liontown offer from um, Arbemile with uh, Gina Reinhardt scuppering that plan. So the lithium space is by far and away still very much alive, but the focus has very much as well shifted towards the more speculative end, I guess, rather than the boring mundane producers, which are at the mercy of the short-term spot price moves in lithium rather than the long-term supply-demand equation that we have seen 
Uh, certainly many commentators expecting that uh, demand still to ratchet up big time in the coming years. Well, that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great rest of the day. I will not be back with the end of day podcast. I have to get some sleep. Uh, I am in London at the moment for this mining conference, so I need to get a little bit of beauty sleep so I can uh, be up bright and early in the morning uh, chatting to these guys and maybe finding some, uh, some good stocks to recommend to our members. In the meantime, have a great rest of the day. And of course, Marcus will be back tomorrow morning with the members exclusive podcast. And he will also be doing the pre-market and end of day podcast.